guys, welcome to Boudoir and Beyond, the podcast where we explore all things boudoir, sexual pleasure, and photography. I'm your host, Ariana, and in each episode, we will discuss all of the latest trends, share insights, and answer all of your pressing questions. So join me as we delve into this intimate world and expand our knowledge and desires. Let's get started. So on today's topic of Boudoir and Beyond is Risky Texts. And I invited my good friend Alex here, who is also a boudoir photographer. We've been wanting to actually do a podcast episode together for a while now. So finally, yay. She, like I said, does boudoir, but she also does weddings. And we're going to add her handle so that you guys can go and follow her. It's Alex Blair Boudoir. And then what is your wedding handle? Uh, Alex Blair Photography. Okay. So if you guys want to go and follow her, she does amazing work. She shot me before. Love my images. Um, so we're going to go ahead and dive into the risky text. Um, so here's the first one. I still remember the way you taste. Backstory. I've been <laughs> married almost 10 years. I'm celebrating my 10-year anniversary in <laughs> August. Yes. I mean, I wouldn't say we're vanilla. We're definitely a little spicy sometimes, but I don't think I've ever sent him a text that's like said that before mm -hmm. I'm not as like explicit in that sense I'm more of like very vague leading to like his imagination going somewhere okay um but have you sent that the one that I sent um I got a selfie and so I responded with <laughs> hold on I gotta think about it because I gotta make sure that I say it right it was I would let you crack an egg into my <laughs> <laughs> and fuck me till it's scrambled. <laughs> that is way spicier than what you just read. That is like level <laughs> thousand out of 10. Listen, I don't send risky texts to just like whoever either. Um, but I just felt like that was a good response to a selfie. I don't know. That's incredible. <laughs> what was his response? He said, fuck. With the little, like, drooling face. So. Love it. it I love a... how their responses, too, anytime you send something, is so basic yeah. and, like, simple. Like, mm. Yes. Or, like, yes. I like that. Or, like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, sometimes you don't gotta. The thing is, is, like, you can send a risky text and then somebody could respond even, like, riskier or, like, sexy. And you're, like, oh, God, now what? Like, you just, like, unleash this, like, Yeah, I'm, like, was that too demon? much? Did I like, are you like scared of me now? Yes, like, yes. can you handle this? And that's the thing, like when it comes to boudoir, I feel like that's a huge misconception. Like a lot of, I don't want to say a lot of guys that I've dated, but like some guys that I have dated or like gone on dates with have thought that I was like this, mm -hmm. you know, specific, like sexual kind of person just because I shoot boudoir. Yeah. I think there's a big misconception. Like we're people just like other people are people and we have our profession. And so like we can be however we are in our private life. You know, it doesn't necessarily reflect what I take into my business, maybe different what you take into your business from right. your personal life. So it's like, it is interesting to hear what people think though. This next one says, I sent my man a picture of a custom bondage choker with his name on it, followed by a GIF or a gif, of a woman getting fish hooked. And I didn't know what fish hooked was, but we looked it up. Yeah. I mean, I assume, I had a feeling of what, a, what it was, but. I think it's actually, after hearing that, I think it's the first definition, which okay. I'll read. And it says, when you are having sex and the man is behind and he reaches around to her face and hooks her in the mouth with his finger. That makes sense with the collar. Because yes. like, okay, okay. There's a gif of that? <laughs> <laughs> So that's what she said she sent. That's what she said that she sent. A picture of a custom bonded choker. I'm like, dang, okay, going the extra mile. We have the 
Honey Burdette one at the studio. Yes. I think collar, I have a lot of clients that want to use the collar. I think that's definitely something that people like to like, not experiment with, but they're like curious about. Mm -hmm. And so for her to get it custom made with his name on it, they probably, that's something they're already like into. So he probably liked it. Um, I've, I've done a shoot before where the client had a collar and it said princess on it. I'm like, that's cool. But that's, I mean, to be custom made, like I'm sure he probably was super excited by that. (laughs) But the fish hook thing, I don't know. I mean, that's. That seems pretty basic to me. Like, I like if you did that, like, I don't know. That's a good one. Go, girl. You go, girl. Get that, get that custom leather thing made. Okay, this one I read when it came through, and I wasn't really sure about it, but it says, I asked my team lead, who was newly divorced, from my job to suck my dick because she was flirting with me very obviously for a few days in the office. And then they put, like, a little face palm. Yeah, I don't know. I think, like, when you come into the, like, I don't know if people are going to like my my podcast guest hosting today because I'm, like, I feel like when you're in the corporate world, like, you definitely don't want to blur those lines and, like, to be yeah. so forward unless she's really forward with the way she's acting He says very, in all caps, obviously, flirting I don't with him. I mean, I think, yeah, and, like, she probably wanted him to make the first move, but, like, I don't know if he's specifically said that straight up to her but I don't know if it's and it's his boss or his team lead team lead who was newly divorced I don't know I'm getting I'm a very like, oof I mean rebound <laughs> she's probably hurting and I don't know I there was I mean he didn't follow up with like a response so we don't know how she took it but very interesting I mean if it were me I, I mean she's it's, it seems like like if I mean, how does he know she was being forward? Like, but probably she was. I don't, I don't know. You, we, we can assume if she was, then him saying that was, I don't know. Like, I would be taken aback by that. I'd be like, how dare you, like, even assume unless I've made, like, sexual comments to you or something. Yeah, yo, please don't do that. Uh, okay, so this next one says, I got straight nudes from a woman I didn't even know. I'm like, wait. How did she get your number? Listen, like I've seen people getting, like my husband will get texts from people that used to have his phone from work. And it's like random, like some like younger guys that were like, hey man, we're all going to get together and like go celebrate. And he's like, I don't even know who these people are. So I I think I would just go. Be like, hey. I don't know. I think, um, I don't know. I have this whole theory on AI too. Like like, you've got your, and we can go into that another time. But I think it's definitely one of those things where, like, she probably just thought it was someone else and, like, sent it. Have you seen those, like, I think they're, like, memes or something about, and they're, like, text message, like, screenshots, basically, mm-hmm. where people do that. Like, they'll just, like, type in random numbers and see if the person responds. Yep. I'm like, what? You have too much time on your hands. She could be looking for a sugar daddy and just doesn't have any <laughs> self-respect and is like, I'm just going to, like, lay it all out. I mean, you do what you want to do, but, like, I don't know. I think that would be so... If I got random, like, nudes from someone, it'd be, like... Okay, but that's the thing, like, also in our profession, like, I've gotten nudes, but from girls Mm -hmm. that, like, want to shoot with me, and they'll send me... And I'm like, why are you sending me... Please don't do that. Please don't inquire sending me your nudes. It's like... We don't, we don't yeah. need it. I think it's super inappropriate unless like they're on their feed and you're, they're known for that. That makes sense. But like, I've, I've never received any nudes or anything from any clients or any prospective clients ever. Um, I definitely think like people take at liberty what they think they can get away with. And yes. it's like you setting that boundary being like, eh, and you, but like, I don't know, like the reaction from getting something like it would be a simple delete, but also it's like, do you even respond to that? Like. No thing. There's a fine line. (laughs) 
Okay, this That's next crazy. one I thought was hilarious. It says, a man straight sent me his 2016 dick pic via iMessage to me in 2023. The pic info ratted him out. It was an <sighs> impressive dick 2016 or 2023, though. Do they change? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I mean, you're the one that's been married for 10 years. You tell me. Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, like, I don't never, I don't know. Maybe he just has that one. That's interesting that he would be, like, maybe afraid to take anyone. Maybe he's got some, like, STD that he doesn't want to take a picture of it now. I don't know. <laughs> that's really weird. I'm, like, not her checking the pic well, info. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, hey, we should all know. People are fact-checking everything. Like, when you send something, people are going to look into it and see. Or, like, if you're screenshotting something and sharing someone else's work. Mm-hmm. Or, like, not to go off on a tangent, but it's, like... Why would you not like double, triple check yourself before you send? I actually like that? didn't even know that the iPhone had that like information. Like it'll tell you where the picture was taken and everything, and that when you share that picture with somebody, like it tells, like they can find it. Like oh. it's on there. So even and that if you... freaked me out. I was like, I didn't know that was so. Like if you were to like send a selfie to somebody and they didn't know where you live, now they do. No. I don't know. I mean, like, I feel like if you have an iPhone, like, people know where you live regardless. Like, they can find you somehow. If they if they want to find you, they're going to find you. But the old pick, I'm like, I don't understand why that's you would weird. send an old one. It's like, is it yours? Like, are you finding one that's better? Like, interesting. Didn't have a good one to send, so we're just going to send an old one. I guess so. Too lazy. Too lazy to Maybe live. that's what it was. Or they just really liked that one. <laughs> Good angle, good angles, you know, all about them angles. (laughs) The next one says, it comes as no surprise, but sending full-on sex tapes while out in public. I'm like, like, on Snapchat? Sex tapes. That's a risky text to send. I guess if they know that they're, like, out for the night or, like, something and they're not together, so they're just trying to spice it up and, like, send them. I don't know. That's what I'm assuming. Yeah, I was like, that's It's not very clear. (laughs) Yeah, it isn't very clear what they're saying. I don't even know that I have a comment on that. Like, I'm just, like, I'm a very private person, and so, like, doing things in public or, like, but I know there are a lot of people that get a thrill from, like, doing those kinds of things, so I don't know. As long as you're not getting arrested for doing something (laughs) and you can't, you aren't caught. I don't know. I think... More power to you. I mean, that's cool. So I have a privacy screen on, <laughs> on my phone because obviously as boudoir photographers, we have a lot of other people's nudes on our phones too. Yes. So I always have one because I like to travel a lot and I don't want people creeping on my phone. Um, but that's, I, I mean, I definitely have been out in public and somebody has sent me like a nude or something and I'm like, oh my God. I can't look at that right now. <laughs> like, even at the gym, like, I'll go through, like, I'll get pictures back from my editor, and I'm going through it. I'm like, if someone were to walk by me right now, they'd be like, what is, like, does have, like, girl have, like, an addiction or something? I'm like, no, it's my work. And, like, I have children. So, like, right. I'm very, I am very adamant about, like, I mean, they're younger. So, my my decision is to make sure that, like, those things are kept private. And, like, on my phone, I have to be adamant about going in and, like, you know, deleting or changing. And, like, I had your pictures on my phone forever because I was, like... I had them re-edited and then like I was going to post them. <laughs> to so I had them, them down yeah. lower. Yeah, I'm, I had them here and then I had them way back. And I'm like, if my kids are scrolling through here, like, oh my God. So like sending those things, like um, anything that's like a nude pic or anything, it's like you have to delete it. And then you have to go to your deleted folder and delete, and delete it from your deleted folder. Yes, yeah. So it's like there's always, I mean, sounds like this person likes the risk though. They're like doing things in public. Well, speaking of, have you sent your husband nudes? I... I mean, you've you've had your own boudoir session, right? Yes, I have. And I have, but like, it's so like, I definitely get the excited, 
the excitement behind it, mm-hmm. like sending them. But I'm also like, for me, it's just like, there is like this Im- like immediate fear afterwards. I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> who's going to see this? Like never. The FBI he's... agent watching you. Yeah. The FBI agent that just happens to be strolling by my husband's phone. Well, because he like. I don't want him to be at work and it right. to go off and someone see that. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't ever do those like when he's at work or something like that. It's usually like if I'm out of town or, you know, haven't seen him in a while or something a like nip that. Slip. Yeah. A little bit, a little bit. And then, and then like I did, speaking of like, I did send one and I thought I deleted it and it was like in my folder and I was just going through deleting stuff and I was like, Oh my God. <laughs> And I had to delete it, but yeah, I mean, like after 10 years of marriage, I think you definitely, like there are ways that you can like spice things up in that way. Um, and like, that goes back to the one word responses where he's, you know, like the responses I'm like, okay, was that like, should I be doing these more? Do you want me to do these things? But the public thing, I could not even no, like absolutely not. No, (laughs) because I like my spice where I'm at, but I think that's, if she likes that and that's cool for her partner, like. Love it. I got a couple more that we can read. This one says, I don't really use pickup lines because I want to pin you down, not pick you up. I love that. <laughs> I was that. like, ooh. Like, that's my, that is my kind of text. Like, inf- inferred wording and things like that. Because, like, that would, like, you know, turn Or what we on. like to call in boudoir, implied. Yeah, implied. I'm a huge I'm like, leave fan it to the imagination. What else is going to happen? I think also, like, just in saying that, when you're very, like, specific, I mean, your text was, like, super <laughs> spicy. That's, like, winning today. But I feel like when you're super explicit with it, unless it's something that you know the partner, like, you guys are both into yeah. or he's going to like, I feel like leaving it implied is so awesome because not only is it like a mystery for them, like it's for you. Like you're both like, what are we taking from this? What are we thinking? Whereas you knew what you were intending to say Mm -hmm. when you're very explicit and specific. Um, so I love that one. This one says, are you a race car? Because the faster I go, the louder you get. (laughs) (laughs) It's my favorite. I'm sorry, but if somebody said me that, I would laugh. Oh, I would totally (laughs) laugh. And then I would be kind of We just did. I would be a little embarrassed, like low key. I'd be like, oh, am I like too loud? Well, I guess if they don't, if they don't comment on how loud you are or if they like it and comment on it. Um, I like that. I think that's, that's cool. Like again, another like implied, not implied, but like another like general like statement. Yeah. I think that's very good. creative. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. This is the last one we're going to do and then we're going to move on. But it says, I don't know what's got into me lately, but I wish it was you. I'm like, oh. that's very like, um, cheeky cliche sort of like but I like it like I feel like there's definitely like I feel like you shoot a lot of people and work with a lot of clients that are a little more like risque a little more risque but not in a bad way just like people that are like more into like tapped into their sexual nature I guess is the yeah I would definitely I would definitely say that and just a wide variety of people whereas like I work a lot with like brides and like women celebrating their anniversaries and like things like that and so I feel like I see a lot more of like these last three texts or things that I'm like it's sweet and it works for you like you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so it's like if that's risky for them yeah then I'm like hey it's cheeky it's like kind of cliche and like no I don't want to say dorky but like it's cute for her. Like, I probably wouldn't send my husband that, and he would never. He'd be like, if I send him that, he'd be like, what? Okay. <laughs> okay. Like, a side eye emoji. Side eye. <laughs> okay. Those are good. I want to talk about kind of like the romance novel stuff, um, especially. So, I don't know if 
you guys know, but a lot of people know that I drove to Vegas. When we went in March, we went for a boudoir photographer conference. Alex suggested that I should listen to an audiobook, <laughs> and she sent me a link to one, which I actually, I think I only listened to like five minutes of it because then I got a phone call, so I like didn't even get to finish mm-hmm. it. Um, but I wanted to talk to you about it because I know that you like had started a book club and you were like, yes. re- you know, really into it. And for me, like I actually didn't even get more into reading books until like I got older. The- I don't want to say that's true. I did read Fifty Shades of Grey <laughs> when I was like, I don't even know how old. But I, w- I definitely probably shouldn't have at the age that I read it. But <laughs> it's fine. I just, now I'm like, I don't see myself picking up those kind of books and reading them. Because mm-hmm. now I'm more into like finance books and like business books and that kind of thing. I'm like yes. on a different track. But I think it's so interesting because when I'm on TikTok, like sometimes like, book talk stuff will come up and I'm like oh my god these people are like so good with words and like what they say and I feel like it's something that you can easily portray in a text message and send it to somebody as a risky text definitely I wanted to talk about maybe some of the books that you've read and that you kind of like like and you can tell some of the listeners um so yeah I did start a book club I wanted to do and like a shoot that we actually you and I did together with Mm -hmm. um a model Audrey I wanted to kind of promote the book club and I brought one of my books which I'll talk about authors and stuff but you know I wanted to promote like doing that in corporation like with boudoir because I feel like you know wherever you're at in your relationship like me for you know and just me relating as marriage it's like I think having like a little bit of escape and like reading a romance in terms of stories not like escape from marriage anything like that but like in terms of like just imagination yeah and like mm-hmm. letting yourself get inspired like that definitely helps like your romantic life and like sexually yes. and things like that so and I honestly just I like good stories so mm-hmm. I don't read things that are like so we talked a little bit about smut which smut is like it is a trope I actually looked up the definition <laughs> <laughs> Not a lot of people know what smut is, so I can read the definition. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It says, sexual material, magazines, books, pictures, movies, or jokes that offend some people because they relate to sex. Yeah, I'd say that's a better description than the one I found because yeah. I, and there's, so like, I think it just, there, you can even say a book is smut if it mentions the word sex. So like it talks about like has a sexual scene in it, things like that. I mean, and Fifty Shades of Grey was the groundbreaking book that came right. out. Mm-hmm. I didn't even read it until very recently. Really? Yeah. My mom. What did you think of it? Um, it was good. It I, was, d- I didn't like the movies. Yeah. I watched the movies before I read the books, which was not a great, you know, it's better to read the book first. Always. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely feel like we're growing in like just the sense of like how people use their words. Like mm-hmm. you said, like I feel like writers today are just so eloquent with their words yeah. and the way that they write that I f- feel like the Fifty Shades book, it was it was more so like to focus on like a domin- dominant sub like relationship yes. thing. And so that was really like you know, hey, insight into that. Cool. Mm -hmm. But I feel like the books that I like to read are ones that are a true romance where they find their person and they're with their person, but how they get to that point is like so good to read. I love a good slow burn. I'm such a fan of a slow burn. Um, That's why I like, that's why Bridgerton. I was going to say. Yes. I'm reading all the Julia Quinn books, like Bridgerton. Yes. And they're really good. Um, but slow burns are good because it's like, you know, like there's so much like sexual tension and that's where I feel like with boudoir, it's Mm -hmm. like the slow burn, like as they're looking through their album, it's like, it gets more and more suggestive and like, you know, your spouse, like they see, they know what you look like. So it's like to be more suggestive that like turns them on a little more. And that's what like, as women, we want to be attractive 
to our man. Like right. we really want to be someone that they're desiring, that they want to pursue after. So, you know, it's cool reading these books. It's like, okay, like this is, these are things that kind of I can refresh and renew as, you know, the woman. And, you know, um, but I was going to say, what, there's a couple of genres that I do like to read. This, is, and I'll talk about authors. So like one of my favorite authors is T.L. Swan. And I bought a book by her. This is called The Stopover. I like series a lot. So okay. there, there are series where it's like four friends or four brothers and it goes through each of their love lives and things like that so they're all different types of stories um but the tropes here are um enemies to lovers so i really like that where it's like they don't like each other at all they're like real high-powered like executives working in finance and these women are just like working women or like poor women or women that like worked for their family and then they kind of connect together so but yeah so i started a book club it didn't really go over that well because people were like spot in and spot out reading and so I have a book club that I read, that I um, host every month around the Keller area. And we don't just read these types of books, but I like to have these kind of books because a lot of the women that are in my group are married, getting married, have kids, you know, so it's important to them to like kind of keep things spicy. Yeah. Um, And so we'll always try to include like at least one of these. And then the next month it's like, all right, we're reading this book and we're going to continue on in the series by T.L. Swan. L.J. Shen is another good writer. I mean, you can, there's so much in the world of reading and I typically audible mine because like when I'm driving to Dallas or driving to a shoot I can listen to it um, or I can put my headphones in and listen to it and I love the narrators for um, all these TL Swan books they're so good like would you say that you like draw inspiration from the books like to your shoots as well I definitely think so I like in a good way to kind of explain that is I actually had a client in January that was in reading the books that I was she recommended oh, nice. a lot of books to me oh okay yeah and so like I with her I realized I was like okay like think about this like this character in this specific book because she knew who I was talking about and I'm like well it kind of is like how I do my other shoots I just don't directly say that to them Mm -hmm. um because you think about like hand placement and Mm -hmm. you think about like they're you know they're they're describing like their encounters together and you're like okay I'm thinking of like the hands around the neck where I normally wouldn't and it's like a more sexual thing than a dominant thing and then you think about hand placement instead of just like place your, your hand, hand up here, here you know mm-hmm. you're grabbing you're squeezing you're like I definitely I love that because it goes I mean it's it's like reading a book it's we're telling stories when we're shooting boudoir mm-hmm. any, I mean really anything but you know what I mean like it that's how I've always seen photography as as telling a story yeah, so there's a soft point and right. then there's like something where you're a little bit more delicate you're like a little nervous like you don't you're you don't know the person like or you don't like the person in the books but it's like you're holding back and then you slowly start to feel more comfortable. And then at the end, it's like, I have nothing, like, you know, like I have nothing to hide. Like I'm bearing myself to you and yes. bearing my soul to you. And like, that's how you connect. And I'm the same way. Like it is such a story. And I think people are like inspiration and pulling from where you can, like is so important in what we do. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not just like come in, place them, show, point and shoot. And yeah. I feel like that shows in my work because I definitely want to pull in like their romance, mm-hmm. like making their romance like a book. Like how you met, you know, that saying every love story is unique, but ours is my favorite. Oh yes. I've seen that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm like, that's how I feel like they want, they want to be portrayed. Like they want their husband to see the book and be like, 
damn, yeah. like, you like, I didn't expect it. I'm pouring through, like I'm seeing this unfold and I love it. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, like I definitely like when I'll read a new book, I'm like, I'll kind of get inspiration <laughs> for posing from that. Yeah. And I'm like sitting like with Audrey, it was like sitting in a chair. How much can you do like sitting in a chair mm -hmm. and you know, the placement of your hands, like hugging the way that you're hugging, the way that you're grabbing, the way that you're like connecting your hands with your feet. Like, yeah, it's so, yeah. so important. And we don't even realize like, I mean, I, I feel like a lot of photographers struggle with posing and everything. And I feel like if more people maybe like read books or like, <laughs> yeah, let your you know? imagination yeah. lead you rather than like going through Pinterest or Instagram. Cause I get a lot of great inspiration from Instagram mm -hmm. from fellow photographers. Like, but I feel like I have to have my own thing yeah. that I'm pulling from, which like some people it's their own like sexual escapades and their life. And they pull that in there. But for me, it's like the imagination of all these different kinds of stories and who can like best relate to that. And I get my clients like, they'll tell me, I'm like, I want to hear about like your relationship. Yes. What do you guys yeah. like? How did you mm -hmm. meet? So that way it's like, if I can relate it to something, like I have people that are more shy and they're very, like very, I call it vanilla. Like I'm like very, they're very vanilla and their spouse is very vanilla. So this is something they're doing to kind of take that to the next level. Yes. So taking that into account, like that's super sexy. Mm -hmm. Like you want to do this and give that to them. So it's kind of something you have a little more of like a forbidden love type. Right. So yeah, I definitely, definitely pull my reading into my work, but also it's just, I think it's exciting to have something that you, that you do, that you're into that kind of just like is a little bit of a mental break for you. Yeah. And that's what reading is for me. And I love getting together with like my friends and my, like, cause as a mom, like I don't have a lot of time to like really dedicate to just chilling with my friends. Mm -hmm. So I plan it, we get together and we just talk about all things and the book. And, I love it. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> I, I mean, like I said, I don't really read that kind of stuff as much, but mm -hmm. what's funny is I just finished uh, Jane the Virgin like a few days ago. <gasps> I love that show. <laughs> and like you talking about romance novels, I was like that. Was, I mean, obviously they talk about it in Jane the Virgin how it is, and like she writes her own, you know, romance novels yes. and stuff. Sorry, spoiler alert. <laughs> I don't think I'm it. spoiling it's, it. It's kind of an old show, but I wanted a series to watch, you know, to play in the background. And that it's show hilarious. was so cute. It's, yes, it's I so love good. how you know she incorporates her love life and like her whole story and everything. So it's just funny that we're having this topic now, and I just finished it. It just made me. I know think it's about funny, that. and he's like a telenovela. He's he's narrating it, yes. the telenovela, yes. and it's so good. We should do a um, podcast about like shows and relating that because. I watch so many shows. Do you? <laughs> I really like, do. Um, have you seen, there's one um, that's on Netflix, Outlander. Oh, I've read the books. You have? Yes. I will say, so yes, Outlander. And we actually recently, this weekend, for Mother's Day, we went to <laughs> Total Wine and More and the lead actor, Sam Hewen, who is in Outlander, he made this scotch, this blended scotch. And I was like, I really want to get it. I really want to get it. And because he's a celebrity, like the price is so expensive. Yeah. And my husband's like, if you want it, like we'll buy it. And we'll just, when people come over, like they can try it. It'll be like, because my husband loves whiskey and bourbon and things like that. So I was like, okay. <laughs> so we got it. And I'm like, I'm going to try it. Hate scotch. Hate it. You know, <laughs> but I'm like, I'm going to drink it because I love Sam Hewen and I love Outlander and I drink it and I'm like, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I love Outlander. I really want to do an Outlander themed boudoir shoot. I would oh. love, and even I've actually Handmaid's never Tale. watched it. Like I, it's come up like on my suggested things or whatever. And my parents watched it. And so I was like, that's weird. I don't want to. 
I show that my parents have watched, and I know that it's got like a lot of like sex scenes and stuff in it too. Because so you I'm know your parents like, were watching that. Exactly. And you're like, oh. I'm like, oh, I don't know. I'm good. I think I'm gonna watch something else. Oh well, my mom's never gonna watch this, but like my mom told me that she read Fifty Shades of Grey, <laughs> and I was like, Mom. And then she watched Outlander. And I'm like, Mom. Oh my god. So I'm like hearing all these things from my mother, and I'm like, Oh my gosh. But um, now we're a little bit more comfortable, and I'm like, yeah. we talk about it. But Outlander is. I mean, straight up smolder, straight up room. It's like they don't know each other, and I'm not. I'm not even going to spoil it. But yeah. I highly recommend you watch it. They've got most of the seasons up on Netflix. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I've really wanted to do a boudoir um, shoot like themed around that because it's very like. I mean, it's 1700s. Yeah. So I'm like the peasant dress. Yes, you know, like yes. hello. It's a vibe, and there's so yeah. many. Um, I like, feel like that fits your style a lot too, because you shoot obviously a lot brighter than I do. But mm-hmm. like, I don't know your stuff is very specific to you. I mean, we all have our styles. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not saying that it's a bad thing. I'm saying like- I take I, it as I, a compliment. No, yeah, I like I can see a picture and I know it's yours. Yeah, same, same, same. Yeah, and I feel like there's definitely the fantasy style, like people like thinking about books and fantasy style, like that's how they get started. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast and talking me. with me. Like I said, I know that we've been wanting to get together for a while, so this was nice. And yes, I'm to glad just we did. chat a little bit. And that's a wrap for today's episode of Boudoir and Beyond. I hope you enjoyed this conversation and learned something new. Don't forget to follow us on social media. Our handles will be right up here. And as always, stay curious and keep exploring all your desires. Thank you guys so much for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode of Boudoir and Beyond.